What is the biggest lie your husband has ever told you? It's going to get real here. That he didn't fart. And he actually did. (laughs) Uh, What about Eddie? uh, See, Eddie is not a liar. However. He's a sleeper. He did tell me one time that he went to lunch with a bunch of girls but there was one other gay guy that went and he refused to admit that he was gay and that he was a guy. Oh, that's scandalous. He didn't want me to get jealous. But you did anyway. But I did. And then I lit his eyebrows on fire. You lit Eddie's eyebrows on fire or the boy? Eddie's. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that gives new meaning to the word smolder. Yep. Welcome to Audio Shelf, a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Today's book is The Marriage Lie by Kimberly Bell, narrated by Joanna Parker. Publisher is Ink Blackstone Audio, which we can never seem to get right. (laughs) Blackstone Ink. Audio Blackstone Inc. <laughs> we got you covered, though. Mm-hmm. Audiobook release date was December 27th, 2016. That's... If somebody got this for me for Christmas... I would have been like, what you trying to say? Exactly. What you trying to say? What are you trying to do right now? <laughs> Is this your lie? <laughs> the duration was 10 hours and 28 minutes. Flew by. Yes. Flew oh my by. God. And the genre is psychological thrillers, domestic life, family life, and messed up hubby life. <laughs> uh, and also, gay brother, who is my favorite character. Yes, who disappears halfway through. <laughs> what was that about? I, I do not know. We're, we're going to get to it. 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 Okay. Tell Ooh. us about the description right now, please. All right. <clears throat> Everyone has secrets. Iris and Will have been married for seven years, and their marriage is as close to perfect as it can be. But on the morning Will leaves for a business trip to Florida, Iris's happy world comes to an abrupt halt. Mm. Another plane headed for Seattle has crashed into a field, killing everyone on board. Oh, dang. And according to the airline, Will was one of its passengers. (gasps) Grease-stricken and confused, Iris is convinced it all must be a huge misunderstanding. Why did Will lie about where he was going? What is in Seattle? And what else had he lied about? Mm. As Iris sets off on a desperate quest to find out what her husband was keeping from her, the answers she receives will shock her to her very core. Ooh, that's a good write-up. Yes, that leaves it is. me suspensed. That makes me want to read this book again. I know. Isn't it crazy? So good. Oh my gosh. And Joanna. 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 You're phenomenal. Girl. I'm talking to you right now through the microphone. Do you hear us? We adore you. We want you to narrate our lives. Yes. I mean, she was so good. She had such a nice sounding voice. I loved it. It was. Oh my gosh. I felt like I was talking to a friend. Yes. And my favorite thing about her 
was she was from Atlanta, but it wasn't annoying Southern. I'm going to put on a fake Southern voice for this. Yes. It was very subtle. And there was just a few moments where I was just like, oh, my God, she really is from Atlanta. Like, I could see this woman being uh-huh. from Atlanta. Yeah. And it was interesting because I feel this way with people that I know that come from the South. When they get with their Southern relatives, then the Southern accent really shows. Mm-hmm. And I felt like when Iris's parents were around, they had a little bit more yes. heavier of an accent. And mm-hmm. that made Iris's character come out as come out more, more southern. southern yes which is phenomenal it's yes. only one person doing it exactly it was insane oh it was so good and i just really just enjoy the tone and the quality of johanna yeah Maka. and she really committed to male voices which i love oh my when gosh. a narrator does that when when a woman makes me question my sexuality yeah when it comes to men voices Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, hey, Julianne. Yeah, she like confused me. <laughs> yes. I had a crush. Admittedly, I had a crush on the brother who ended up to be gay. Yes. Story of the <laughs> 21st century. <laughs> uh, but yeah, seriously, I loved David's voice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when Will was talking to her in the beginning, I was like, I could wake up next to this. I know. I was like, mm. Will. And then when Corbin came, I was like. I, it's getting I, hot in here. I had to fan myself. Yeah. Because I was imagining like this gardener when he was cutting Iris's lawn. Shirtless. Shirtless. Sweaty. Sweaty. I was like, oh my God, oh trim my, my bushes. Oh, that's awkward. Oh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> you just have really fuzzy bushes out front. You don't I want do. people to know. I do. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> What did you think about the emotions that she was able to put in? Because we, I feel like her emotions go so hand in hand with the voices that she did for each character. Yes, she was living this book. She was. I think when she was narrating it, she was actually actually experiencing it her own life. Yeah. Like, I wonder how many lives her husband, if she has one, has told her. Or wife. Or wife. But how many lives has she been lied to, lied about? I don't know. How many lies has she told? There's so many questions. Oh my god, I have so many questions. Joanna, Joanna, we need to talk to you. Yes, we need to talk to you right now. Also, is it Joanna or Joanna? I think I want to say Joanna. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Every time I say it. You are a princess. Uh, so literally tweet at us because we want to talk to you. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but her emotions were there. When she when Iris was crying, I felt it. I was crying. I was crying. <laughs> I was crying. <laughs> When Will's plane, or the plane that mm-hmm. Will wasn't supposed to be on, but was crashed, mm-hmm. and she got that phone call, it mm-hmm. was just so, so emotional. And then when the airline called her after the fact that she found out. Oh, my God. After she, oh, her like, mom called her. Yes. Her mom was like, I'm so sorry about your dead husband. He's like, was Will coming I'm, to Seattle? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Did you just say, mother? Yeah. She's like, No. <laughs> And then the airlines, oh, and the robotic voice that, that Johanna, or Johanna, Jan, Parker. We're going to call her Miss Parker. Miss <laughs> Parker. I don't know why I said that either. <laughs> the the robotic voices that Miss Parker used was phenomenal. Yeah. Like, I felt like I was so pissed. Yes. At that, nar- or the audio, or what do you call her? The she was the- robotic, like, telemarketer. Kind of person. What like, is what, she? What She's is like she? the customer service rep yes. or something. 
she was so robotic mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. she was like a newscaster. And I think she yeah. actually, I think Kimberly Bell mentioned this in the description of her voice was she was she sounded as if she was reading a news story. Yeah. And that's how they do. And they're like, in recent news, plane crash. Yeah. And when oh. Iris is getting all emotional, they don't know how to handle it. Exactly. So they're like, uh, compensation is coming? Come in, yeah, I, I think you're going to get paid uh, for you're, this. You're going to get paid. Sorry, your husband's dead. Yeah. But like, you're going to get money. So like, you shouldn't be sad anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I felt like I was talking to the, you know, person I'm going to call about my bank account. Exactly. Like, like the person that you had to deal with before your car. Exactly. Mm, no. Mm. No, thank you. And then also the family counselor, mm-hmm. the, the grief counselor, I guess it was, that yeah. was for, what, what do they call it? Family liaison or something? Yeah, I think they called it the family li- liaison. Yeah. For the crash victims, mm-hmm. families, she was very, she tried to be emotional, but you, you could almost hear how... Even though she was supposed to be a counselor of some sort, mm-hmm. she still was very guarded and still very judgmental. And also, it was like, this is my job. I got to do this. Yeah. And I think that was what was magical about Parker's performance was that's what she got from the writing. Yeah. And she was like, I need to portray this. And from the interviews that we've had with our narrators, they there's a common theme of what they're telling us is that they read the book t- once or twice. They kind of map it out of how like a script should go in mm-hmm. terms of acting. Yeah. And they say this is what needs to be happen- happening in this scene. And I think that Joanna really picked up on that and yeah. was like this woman is she's feeling guilty that she has to make this call, but it's her job. Yeah. And she's going to clock out at five o'clock. Exactly. You know? I mean, it just showed so much mm-hmm. interest in the material that it made me appreciate the book even more. Yes. Because Joanna just did something great to a book that is very fast-paced mm-hmm. and very action-packed. Very. I, mean, I don't think from the time Will and Iris part that there's a moment where it stops, mm-hmm. where the action just kind of slows down and they're not doing anything and there's like just a family dinner that's normal yes for iris anymore mm-hmm. nothing is normal after will's plane goes down nothing and it just goes by so fast mm-hmm. there's constant storytelling and i was in the moment i was on that journey with iris yeah loved every second of it, it was so good like oh and when, when we mentioned it was 10 hours or 28 minutes i felt like it was five hours yeah mm. and i have a note that all it says is this book is nuts <laughs> wait was it nuts with a z <laughs> i mean it should have been but yes. silly me i put an s because this book was nuts with a z yes it really was and it was nuts in such a good way such a good way like nuts can be used to describe good or bad but this one was definitely phenomenal yeah and this is the kind of nuts that we like yeah like we warm warm like everything else was like balled up it was just a really good nut yeah you thinking about nuts right now yep (laughs) (laughs) how did you enjoy the ride that we were placed on i want to talk about a couple of things okay iris and will Sounded like they had the best marriage. Yes. and <laughs> Seven years and they were like fine. And it crushed me to know that he lied to her about everything. It crushed me when he died. Yes. Because they were just starting to try for children. Oh my goodness. And it was very emotional. It was very heavy. 
And then it just suddenly was like he was gone. Mm-hmm. And it made me think about my own relationship mm-hmm. and the love that I have for Sean. Mm-hmm. And just if that were to happen, I would be mm-hmm. exactly like Iris, if not worse. Oh my! And it was weird because she said seven years. Me and Eddie just hit our seven yes. years. Yes. I was like, oh my God. Eddie, don't get on any planes. Well, luckily, the, the next plane ride he has is with me it's and- It's with you. With Charleston. So if you go down, you go down together. You go down together, holding hands. Yes. At least someone will be pregnant. We've tried. But- Well, you had Benny. We did have Benny. Naturally. But yeah, I was- It made me think a lot about my life. hmm I like what you said. hmm like Yeah. Said. I mean, this book like really made you appreciate what you got- also, Sean and I are not trying for baby either, oh, so yeah. that's yeah. gross. Yeah, you, just you're trying for pony. There. Yes, we're trying <laughs> for pony. It just makes you think, and it just makes you appreciate what you have. And then it gets to a part where you're like, "Will you just you smack me in my face? What are you doing with lie after lie after lie?" Yes, I I mean, it was just suddenly you went from loving Will and Iris together to despising will yes very very quickly and then feeling really 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 bad for for iris yes because this is something from a lifetime movie Mm -hmm. and this is like something more believable yeah i was like tori spelling where are you yes i could not get past the amount of lies and the way that david iris's brother and iris scooby-dooed it Yes, the the way their connection, I think that was a main theme of the book was just like, we have this relationship that was built between Iris and Will. Mm-hmm. It was unbreakable. But then you see the the relationship between David and Iris. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, like he is going to do anything for her. Yeah. Like literally jump on a plane and go somewhere else. Go to Seattle. Yeah. They were twins, right? They were, I think they were twins. Yes, I think they were twins because she mentioned the twin tele- tele- yeah, yeah, telepathy. Yeah. What do you say? Telepathy. Telepathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she mentioned that. So they were twins, and he had his own life. He had his yes. own life here. He has. He had his husband, and he was like, "Forget him for a second. My focus is on you." Yeah. And we're gonna get the answers that you want. Yeah. Even though he was like, "I'm not supporting the the witch hunt because you're gonna find out some things. I really have a bad feeling about this." But I'm doing this because you need this. Right. Yeah. And I really just loved David and Iris together and their relationship and how it just kind of, I didn't watch it grow. I just watched it become stronger in a yeah. way. Does it, that make it, sense? Because it, it was already there. Exactly. It and just, it, it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't a typical book in the sense that we were kind of just dropped into a time in a character's life and then we see everybody around them get built up Mm -hmm. we were kind of dropped into her life and into the relationships and there was already these previous things that Mm -hmm. happened between these characters and i don't know how kimberly bell was able to do that because i I, it's not like these characters lived somewhere else before Mm -hmm. we were still getting introduced to them but they didn't beat around the bush and yeah. building the relationship. The relationship was already there. Mm-hmm. And those characters knew their relationship. Yes. We were just continuing on the journey. Mm-hmm. We were invited into their home. Exactly. And I and even with the parents. Yeah. The parents were like, we love Will. We want to help you figure this out as well. Give us a call when you need us. Mm-hmm. And just that support that Iris got from her family, you don't 
often see that too much in books like these, especially psychological thrillers. Yeah. Because what, when authors write these books, they try to make it so the main character is mostly like dealing with this alone and yeah. she reaches out for th- people. But no, in this book, her family was always there. She was never secluded. Will never isolated her from her family. Yeah. Which is something that, you know, you would assume would be from this book because they were so perfect. But what was the catch, right? Right. Will loved David. Yeah. Loved her parents. And the whole family together was traumatized by this. Mm-hmm. But we just saw it through Iris because this was, she was the one that was mainly affected. Yeah. And so I really, I just love the family family dynamics in this book. And I think she did a wonderful job. Writing that. Cre- yeah, yeah, writing, creating Yeah, because it. she created it. And we were just, like you said, invited in. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like everything started in these people's lives because suddenly we were there. Things had been happening for years and we were just catching a glimpse of it. Mm-hmm. And we were also in, in introduced to the people that Will was around. Yes. So Corbin, mm. Will's boss. We got we got to meet Will's quote unquote fake boss that was never really going to be his boss because he never applied for a job. Like we even got to talk to her. I'm like, I. It was just so many. It was so many, and Iris was so smart about it. So smart. She never let it. She never was stupid about it. She was no. never like. And she always had her, she always stood her ground. Yeah. She was confused as anything. Yeah. But in the end, she said, I kind of do what's right. Yeah. And there was a great moment where they, Iris and her brother, hop on a plane and go to Seattle because Will had a one-way ticket to Seattle, which I found weird. So weird. I don't know. Yeah. Because if he was, one, looking for a job or going for a job interview, wouldn't it at least be round trip? Would, he be coming back? Yeah. It was... <sighs> Did Amber explain that? No, there was there was nothing about it. It was just a one-way trip to Seattle. So I thought that was weird, but it wasn't addressed. The plane went down anyway, so Will was dead. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Um, oh, I think it was explained in that way, but it was never car- – because what happened was in the end – I guess we can cut this out. How were you on that, that plane? Oh, yeah, he like – but she still never questioned why he only had a one-way ticket, even in the beginning. Like, it wasn't like, oh, he got a one-way ticket. Was he never planning on coming back? It was, oh, he had a one-way ticket for a job interview out there. Okay, yes, but wouldn't he have gotten round trip? Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that the thing? She was always thinking. It yeah. Worked, but we never followed up with those kind of Yeah, that was like one question. Mm-hmm. Anyway, her and her brother go out to Seattle and they are talking to the bully. I guess not even the bully from Will's high school. Yeah, it was just a I think someone who hated jock. it was like a peer at the time. Yeah, because I mean, mini spoiler, but not really a mini spoiler. Will was actually the one that everyone was afraid of when they went to high school. Mm-hmm. And we won't tell you why, but yeah. Something went down. But he was he was kind of the bully. So there was a jock that was still at the school many years later as a coach. Loser. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was Brad. <laughs> um, and David and Iris go to talk to him about Will or Billy, as the guy mm-hmm. mentioned. Oh, Billy. Yeah. And he didn't want to give them any information. He just kind of laughed at them. And Joanna actually did a really great job with her emotions in that scene Mm -hmm. because Iris backed down a little bit and was going to let him go. And then she kind of snapped out of it and was like, I need these answers. I need to get a solid proof of what's happening or what happened or what is going to happen to my husband. And so she 
chased after him and she demanded answers. And it was just a great mm-hmm. scene for Joanna and for Kimberly's writing. Yes. Really powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was really good. And I cannot say enough positive things about how fast-paced it was, but it wasn't too fast-paced. Mm-hmm. It was no. the perfect pace. Yeah, I agree. I think that she the fast pace was perfect, but it was not just it wasn't annoying and it, I couldn't I could keep up. Yes. You know, I didn't get lost. I could keep up. And that was because of the prose that Kimberly Bell had mm-hmm. throughout the novel. It was just so smooth. And it was as if she was writing to me or even having a conversation to me. Yeah, like you said, it mm-hmm. was like having a conversation with a friend. Yeah. So it just it just kind of flowed very nicely and super quickly. Like I was so invested into everything that was being said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Man, it was good. Mm. Corbin, Corbin, Corbin. Well, well, well. And every twist was just good. So good. I mean, I don't even understand how someone could even come up with that stuff. It was effortlessly yeah. amazing. Yeah. One issue. <gasps> I know, I know. That I did have was that I feel like the author didn't try very hard to not repeat herself with the words that she said. Oh. Because there was one moment where it says, the grin Big Jim gives me is big and wide. His name was Big Jim. You couldn't come up with a different (laughs) word to use rather than big. I didn't even catch it. I yeah. didn't even catch it. There was a couple different examples of, of that where she used the same word in the same sentence. Mm. And it was just too repetitive for me at okay. times. Mm-hmm. And it stood out to me, obviously, because I, I got that example. I mean, but you literally quoted it. I know. But, I mean, there was a lot more earlier in the book that I th- I think she mm-hmm. dropped off using, but I just I didn't keep mm-hmm. examples of those. The best thing I liked about this book, though, was I wasn't expecting to like it as much. Yes, I I mean we purchased this on Audible. Mm-hmm. It for was like what? was it a daily deal? It was like a daily deal, and you said, "Oh, this looks good," and you just kind of purchased it. Um, and we were like, "I was like, oh, okay, this looks good." Yeah, the cover is nice. I guess it's a ring, whatever. So I wasn't really expecting to love it, and we put it off, too. and we put it off. And then when we were looking for a book around the ten hour mark, we said, "Oh, let's do Marriage Lie. That will be a quick listen to," mm-hmm. and. By far, I have I haven't given many fives on Goodreads yet. Like this whole year, I've been kind of throwing my fives out very rarely. Holding on to one, them tightly, exactly. Holding on to it tightly, like a good old pack of nuts. But I I was like flabbergasted. I was like, this is a five. This is a five for me. Mm-hmm. And I was just very impressed. And then to top it all off, Kimberly Bell voted for this book on. Our Twitter poll when we were going the on vacation. Did? Yes, girl. Oh my gosh. So, and she kind of, she, tweet, she tweeted with us. Hey, Kim. Hey. Can we call you Kim? <laughs> yes. But what, I guess we can get to this in a little bit, but I put on Twitter a poll. Eddie and I were going on vacation to Charlottesville, Virginia, and I needed a book to listen to on the way down and way back because I was driving and I was not going to listen to music. I do audiobooks when I drive. Mm-hmm. Or psychology today. Which is what Eddie was, and I ain't going to do that, Mr. Boren. You get psychology every day. I get psychology every day. But she voted in our poll, and she said, oh, my God, this is wonderful. I can't believe one of my books is your choice, or whatever she said, you know. Oh, my gosh. But she said, I hope I win, and a girlfriend won. She did. 
when I looked at the poll, it was not winning, but I vote. I, I was very early on. Mm-hmm. So I voted for it because I was like, you need to get this listened in your ears yes. right now. Yes. And that's what we did. On the trip to Charlottesville, Virginia, we listened to the marriage line and Eddie enjoyed it as well. Good. Mm-hmm. At least he knows not to lie in marriage now. Exactly. I looked at him and I said, I will cut you. I said, if you ever go on a trip without me, first of all. And you die? And you die. Quote, unquote, on the plane? And then you come back and you're from another part of the country? You're from another galaxy? You're an alien? You were in the foster care program? You've actually been watching me from afar for my whole entire life? That's not actually accurate. You murdered your parents? That's also not actually accurate. Nope. (laughs) But I'm just saying, I will cut you. So he was scared. Yes. It was a psychological thriller in my car that day. You will have a different <laughs> sack of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and not the buttered pecan kind. Mmm. Makes me want some butter pecan ice cream. Right? Gotta know what I'm getting for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's how I listened to this book. How did you listen to The Marriage Lie? We were on our way back from New York. I believe. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it then. Mm. Mm-hmm. Good. This is a good trip book. It is. I love it because it's a lot of traveling in the book. Yeah. You know? Yes. So it's perfect combination. You're going to travel, so we're going to li- listen to a book about traveling. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And Scooby-Dooing it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love me some good Scooby-Doo mysteries. Yes. And of course, I couldn't finish it on the trip up and back from New York mm-hmm. because it's only... That's only six hours total yeah. drive. Mm-hmm. So I finished it up at the gym. Okay. Yes. I listened to a little bit at the gym as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My only gym day is Sunday morning mm. for 20 minutes. Yes. I mean, at <laughs> least you get in there. I'm trying. 20 minutes is better than zero minutes. Uh, but anyway. So yeah. So the book that lost in the poll, we're going to listen to on the way to New Jersey. Ah, So okay. we're excited. We're excited. Yeah. That'll be good. Would you listen to the audiobook again? Would you do the actual book mm-hmm. or would you watch a movie? Uh, I hope there's a movie coming out, but I don't think me there too. is. But I want there to be a movie there so bad. There needs to be a movie. At least a Lifetime movie. Give me something. Audiobook gods, hear our prayers. Hear us. Make this marriage lie book into a movie. I would not read the physical book. Yeah, I don't think I would either. Because I'm in love with Joanna. It works with both of them. Yes. Like, Joanna does something to the words that Kimberly writes that just makes them butter. Butter. So I'm going to shelf the crap out of this book, and that ain't no marriage lie. Mm. Woo! Yes, I have to agree. I will shelf this book as well. It's going to go on my marriage advice shelf. Exactly. Yeah. So if Sean ever thinks he's going to lie... He got mm-hmm. another thing coming. Another thing coming. And if I think I'm never going to lie, I'm never. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Never going to lie. Not going to lie. Never, 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 never going to lie. It's beautiful. Thank You've been very you. musical today. Thank you. I, I try. I try. Hmm. All right. Well, that has <clears throat> us completed. Yes. We are done. We are done for the day. <laughs> if you want to be married with audio shell. Ooh! <laughs> trying it. You were saving trying that one. It. <laughs> trying it. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at audio shelf me. 
We release polls of what we should listen to, and we also just have some other fun that happens on there as well. Mm -hmm. And please subscribe to us on iTunes Podcast, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Mm -hmm. And if you want to say I do, oh, two free audio books. (laughs) Wow. I do the two. I do the two. Please go on the Audible affiliate link on our webpage to download free audiobooks yeah. and you get two of them for free once you join the 30-day audio audible free trial yeah so please jump up on it yes and you don't need a prenup for these mm-hmm. we're audio shelf ain't, ain't no, no lie baby bye 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 This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. But on the morning we'll leave for... I lost my air my lungs. That's the second sentence. (laughs) You make me laugh. Okay. The answer she receives will shock her into what? (laughs) (laughs) She's going to get a little shocker treatment. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) This wasn't a typical book in the sense that we kind of... I'm going to go out and take his motor out. I hate him. (laughs) I think he knows we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Go packing nuts. Because Eddie and I were going on a vacation to Charleston. Charlottesville. Why don't I get this dress up? <laughs> so would you do the audiobook again? Would you listen? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> AIDS? <laughs> <laughs>